Well, hello and welcome. What's brewing at Media NI? A podcast where a few like-minded people discuss about the wonderland of media and advertisement. Hello, I'm Anindo and I have with me Pranav and I hope my other panelist Yogesh joins us shortly. Hi Pranav. Hi Anindo, good morning. Very happy hey. to be here. <laughs> so happy to connect with you once again after quite some time. So uh, this, this always feels good. Refreshing break, regular work. Great. So how have you been and uh, how are things around you? Yeah, I've been okay. Uh, apart from a spurt in a lot of COVID cases and a resurgence of the pandemic. Of course, yes. in a much milder sense, as in I don't see people being carted away to hospitals. I mean, day in and day out. So the the, the severity is less, but the spread is increasing day by day. So okay. that apart from that, and work has always been so. This so I guess uh, uh, compared to 2021, 22 June has been much more eventful in terms of say sort of advertising we've come to see or the sort of trends that are going on and even in terms of non-marketing field what is going on in the country and right. so last we were all caught up with COVID and the second wave was in full force and there was nothing else on people's mind other than trying to save their relatives and their loved ones and trying to even maybe uh, scrape around for oxygen for that matter. But this year has been so eventful, and even on the work front, I'm clogged and flooded, inundated with brands, and like even in my personal life, in the sense there's so much going on in terms of news-worthy events and trends. <laughs> super, super. I hope all good things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy that you know the the old normal that we once knew uh, yeah. in 2020 is uh, now almost back in. Shape and form. Uh, cinema halls have opened. Shoots uh, are happening. There are new episodes and new seasons. Um, yeah, lot to look forward to this year is how I see it. Right. So I mean, yesterday I started watching the uh, new Doctor Strange movie. I couldn't finish it. I dozed off. Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. So, it is. It is like that. It is. It is meant to make you asleep. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, I'm I'm happy that something is happening finally. It's not reruns of things that have been done ten or twenty years ago. Yeah, uh, that, that's reassuring for the industry. So that's great. Uh, right. So what I wanted to touch upon are five different things very quickly. Okay. First is uh, Cannes Lions 22, and then I wanted to talk about the IPL media rights. Uh, For the next five years, that is, yeah. and and the next thing that I wanted to talk about is uh, TV ratings, a mixture of things basically. Shashi Sina uh, being given the uh, agree, Shashi Sina agreeing to take the bar chair. Okay. Um, yeah, that, and that means quite a lot uh, of things. And uh, the fourth thing is. Uh, The concept of watch now, pay later. If we were to buy now, pay later. And the yeah. last thing is uh, something that I found interesting. It's called ASMR, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll quickly, quickly uh, give like two minutes to each of them, and uh, then I'll, you know, ask you to tell me what are the five or whatever one or two interesting things that you have of late. Sure, sure. Our listeners yes. would 
benefit from right yeah yeah so the first thing and this is going to, this should be actually a separate episode i believe we should analyze kant's lines 22 uh, in much yeah. more detail but i just wanted to share the happiness uh, about the fact that uh, indian agencies won some 47 medals uh, this year across 20 categories so that means quite a lot right i mean of course uh, it spread across multiple agencies then to got 12 fcb got 14 so on so forth but the the fact that you know uh, we bagged so many lions this year i think it's a matter of pride and it's worth making a mention of uh, no matter how small our uh, in scale our podcast is i think it's it's a matter of pride and we should definitely take pride in it right uh the other thing that i would quickly move on to is the ipl media rights right so so we understand that uh, you know uh, cricket continues to dominate as a sport form in india and uh, there is no other way to quantify that other than money per se so yeah. the fact that for the next 5 years bcci got a whopping 48390 crores i don't even know how astronomical number that is in is in itself a, a bit crazy uh, thought right and um, while the tv rights went to you know disney star india for 23k crore uh, the fact that uh, viacom 18 got into the game is a very interesting twist i believe um, i mean this this has really opened up uh, the possibilities of broadcasters to do interesting things i believe i mean our ipl packages which we look at uh, price packages are going to be very interesting uh, next year onwards so that's what i'm really looking forward to the third thing that i was making mention of the fact that shashi sinha is now uh, the chairman of bak means quite a few things and why do i say that it's because um, i once attended a summit um, conducted by cii in delhi in 2018 19 i guess yeah okay. and he was a panelist there and patodash gupta was uh, the chairman at that the ceo at that time for bath and he was having a very interesting conversation with shashi sinha and the other panelists and quite a few um topics were discussed there and i am hopeful that we will get closure on those things because of shashi sinha's philosophy about how media should be you know bought and sold in india and the role of uh data the role of measurement i think the passion with which he pursues those things is really going to help the industry a lot uh, one thing that i am hoping would uh, finally happen is the integration of return path data into bark data hmm. right uh, which is something that inb ministry uh, did you know suggest but it for some reason or the other has not seen the light of the day right the the other is uh, and and there are you know lobbies against it essentially but lobbies may be there but it's important uh, right return, without return part data 
the loop is not getting getting completed we are we are not able to understand actually what are people watching and why are they watching even if i don't necessarily directly get an answer to the why at least if there is an indicator as to why they are watching uh, I, i think planning media and ensuring that the overall tv experience is a much better one than what it is currently is going to be really uh, boosted the next thing is the plan to revive ecom now ecom was a very big initiative right and it failed to take off because of restraints from big players including google facebook and several other indian ott players actually ecom yeah. was a platform where you would uh, not only get tv data but also uh, digital video consumption data that is been uh, eluding us since i don't know when okay but without that neither planning nor measurement is properly possible and and i'm really hoping that uh, you know ecom uh, you know sees the light of the day uh, becomes a strong driving force in decision making so yeah so that's why i'm rooting for you know shashi sinha sir and he I mean, I've seen him in person uh, a couple of times, and he's a very affable person. So, uh, many congratulations to him, and all the best to the entire fraternity. The next thing that I want to talk about uh, is a new uh, abbreviation that I came across. It's called Rio. Uh, it essentially is uh, the terms and conditions which need to be signed between an uh, mso that is multi system operator and the tdsat which is the uh, telecom distributes settlement and appellate's tribunal so uh, you can say that it's it's a understanding between trai and the msos yeah it, it it's called uh, reference interconnect offer it essentially tells what are the terms and conditions basis which and mso will be getting to air any particular channel tv channel right so so that's that's a new thing that i found out so just wanted to share um the fourth thing that i wanted to touch upon was the fact that uh, mx player is launching a new concept called mx gold which is watch now pay later it's equivalent to your buy now pay later which is uh, the fad these days with slice and lazy pay and what not so in a similar manner uh, they are trying to uh, you know explore the possibility of allowing people to watch now and then pay later it will be a good thing and uh, i mean in my head at a conceptual level it's not a, a new thing but i'm happy that it's getting mainline essentially um, i mean uh, we have heard of this concept Through, the, uh, through Patreon, which is a platform which allows people to contribute to creators who create and then publish on yeah. podcasts and YouTube and things like that. But yeah, I, I'm happy that uh, somebody has taken up the task of making it mainstream. Right. Mm. The last thing that I wanted to talk about is, is this new concept of ASMR. Uh, which is expands as autonomous sensory meridian response right so 
ASMR is a concept which has not been explored adequately, and uh, I, I feel that it has a lot of potential. What it do, what it basically means is that our mind is affined to certain sounds, right? The tapping of your fingernails on the desk, um, rustling of uh, leaves, uh, sand slowly falling on ground. These things create a very soothing effect in the mind. And uh, some brands have already started taking um, advantage of it, but I believe there are many other uh, brands that can explore this uh, oddly satisfying or wholesome uh, experience that they can give to people who are consuming their creatives. Yeah. So those were the five things that I wanted to say. Over to you, Pranav. Okay, oh, so this is a lot to take in at first glance and to the diversity of the sort of developments that are happening across, say, uh, major media, uh, across sports media, across, say, the kind of advertising that should be done as you, uh, in the sense of AS, ASMR and new ways of communication and then Indian agencies again skyrocketing again in 2022 for, uh, at the Cannes Forum and so, so what I have in mind is something completely different this time. It so what I wanted to bring to the table is the fact that how because the film consumption landscape post pandemic since uh, late 2021 and early 2022 has changed. How the change in consumption of uh, of the kind of cinema that the majority of India majority in the sense as in basis language and basis uh, cultural concentration and distribution across the length and breadth of the country is how that how the, the seismic shift in that change of cinema consumption will also okay. lead to a change in maybe endorsement in the kind of stars and personalities being signed on for endorsements so right. would so as in would we would we then tomorrow maybe see so i know there have been countless memes in say jokes at the expense of vimal where the pan cinematic universe <laughs> oh God. Yeah, the where Ajay Devgan, Shahrukh Khan, and uh, I, Akshay Kumar also joined in, and then there was a furore as to how Akshay can do it. So essentially, right. brands are so. For example, I'm telling you what I see right now. I see Sarah Ali Khan do a Fiamma Devils, and I see Sarah Ali Khan do a Healthify Me also. So I don't know what persona of that celebrity to trust in what sort of category and how much is her equity or currency even viable as to the brand which I want to buy. If if right. I just kind of relook at that and say that why do I need Sarah Ali Khan to only cater to the Hindi uh, Hindi markets or to urban metros, I now have a I now have a Shriya Saran or I now have uh, basically uh, uh, say I mean I now have even uh, for example the top Kannada heroine or the top yeah maybe a Samantha Tamil, Tamil heroine to, exactly. who, who has a lot of recognizability and reach in North India as well and uh, there is proof there is data to back it that most of the social media fans of Nayantara maybe after her film with Mahesh Babu will, will be from the Hindi belt instead of the southern belt which kind of defies logic for example so that's that phenomenon when that gets translated into advertising choices it would be very interesting to see say uh, uh, a, a North Indian Agarbatti brand being promoted by 
वॉर and actually going in for a kill operation or for a tactical operation but ordering zomato all of a sudden but the catch there is again they are using targeting at scale and since zomato has this massive massive petabytes worth of data on who's eating what at what time in which city and at what frequency they can use that and uh, 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 run those campaigns wherever they see a reduction in either app app browsing rates or uh, cart rates or ordering rates or reordering rates ये किसने मंगाया मैंने पनीर बटर मसाला खाने का मन किया तुम मंगा लिया मन किया जोमैटो किया सो फॉर एवरी मार्केटिंग ऑब्जेक्टिव दे हैव दैट ह्यूज डेटा पर्सनल आइडेंटिफाइबल इंफॉर्मेशन इन टर्म्स ऑफ फूड नॉट जस्ट मे बी ईमेल आईडीज एंड नंबर बट इन टर्म्स ऑफ हाउ पीपल आर यूजिंग दैट ऐप दिस मैसिव एनालिटिक्स कॉर्पस which they are now deploying en masse for targeted campaigns so i till now and what zomato always does in their media strategy even for uh, hub content not say hero so this i could call a hero campaign where they're using precision at scale and then again re, uh, starting from the top funnel on but right if i look at even their hygiene campaigns where they're only asking you to open the app or reorder uh, if you say for example just uh, opened the app a week ago and haven't ordered since so you'll get that video so even those hygiene campaigns uh, sorry even those hub campaigns uh, video campaigns which are there even they mm-hmm. would then uh, they for i have been served them 5 6 7 times and zomato always operates on a very high frequency i would say maybe 8 plus or 9 plus yes or for their uh, hub campaigns also so i've been so rithik roshan has literally told me till now three times to order from three different places around my house <laughs> in that ad and they okay. i guess they also they've also brought into that uh, the top dishes that i order because uh, i heard the roshan telling me that man kiya yahan se yahan se yahan se khane ka man kiya maine mangwaya so i think okay these are the places that i'm most frequent so yeah. they have used even those filters of uh, i mean usage and so they're achieving great targeting they're achieving awareness and they're achieving unlimited precision all in one campaign so So we saw Mondelez do the crack that first in the India market. We see Zomato doing right. that. So my question is, would this be replicated pan categories, and how would it seem? And would 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 there be a voice in the industry, uh, or even among the public, or among a consumers association as to this sort of precision is going crazy? And I'm from say a makeup brand to even a, a, a diaper brand. I'm being targeted exactly to buy from uh, say. Correct. 
Sharma ji Kirana store which is just uh-huh. outside so would that be for so would all mega brands who have say more than uh, who are 500 crore plus brands would all of them start doing this is the I question think it that makes sense, right? i think it does make sense for any pan india brand i think it does make sense i mean what is the utility of your data otherwise i mean you have first party data if you are not maximizing on it then i don't see the reason why uh, you have that data in the first place so on that note uh, yogesh hi uh, welcome uh, i just hi, noticed yes. you uh hello guys uh, sorry i joined in a bit late no issues no issues i'm glad that you joined uh, yeah so so pranav you said uh, two things essentially uh, what i understand is one is that changing um, you know con- uh, cinema consumption and therefore which is going to lead to a tectonic shift in the way brand endorsements happen yeah. or used to happen and and the other fact that uh, advertising is going really really uh, targeted specific and uh, as as personalized as it can possibly be so yeah i'm having a bit of a willy wonka moment right now uh, thinking about what's what all you just said um, and yes definitely an interesting space to watch out for and uh, just to add to that so i i i thought that the south the rain the reigning supreme su- the reigning supremacy of the south was inevitable and it was not an accident of the pandemic because no. the south is more screen penetration Tamil Nadu yes. accounts for 1500 and 10 uh, screens and more than 75% of the revenue in 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 the south cinemas comes from single screens so right. and multiplex only has a 25% foothold and for the north is uh, the single screen is waning and the multiplex is gaining a larger foothold in the north of course it's not like an entirely uh, inverse situation but it's more like those multiplexes will also be having a, an edge over the single screens in the next 3 to 4 years so what is happening is but the grammar of cinema that can actually transcend cultures and language barriers that abound every 200 kilometers in our country that grammar mm. who's always being uh, uh, always right in the south because a, a tamil film fan would act, the frequency of a th- uh, average tamil film fan going to the theater is twice or thrice in in a fortnight compared yes. to a north indian it is hardly once in a fortnight okay True. So that Tamil person will watch maybe even a Telugu crossover uh, film where he he has a recognizable Tamil hero and a Telugu hero, or he has a recognizable uh, uh, hero from Kerala and or from or from uh, Karnataka. So they they have been accustomed and they have been I would say oriented and inured to this cross I would say cross cultural uh, uh, referencing and cross cultural I would say landscape of heroes and heroines. A, uh, a yeah. Kannada actress can act in a Tamil and can act in three and two Tamil movies here and still retain mm-hmm. a stardom in Karnataka. But this phenomenon yes. finally crossed into, I would say, beyond the uh, the plateau, the Narmada plateau into the northern <laughs> because yes, yes. because of a steady increase in viewership of southern cinema on YouTube, where this yes. there's a distributor called yeah. Goldman Telefilms which has Allu Arjun film which pegs Allu Arjun films having more than eighty uh, ninety million views on average. on youtube right which with the my views comparable to what t series gets for a song correct so that was inevitable and hence i would say that uh, it is only a matter of time before we see the 
celebrity endorsement and celebrity association landscape also changing it will maybe take a more sustained up uh, uh, say more nine a uh, uh, matter of 9 to 10 months or 11 months but i would say that change is inevitable yes absolutely it's good if you think about it it's good yeah. for business yeah. and so yogesh i was just wondering if if you have come across anything interesting that you would want to share with us um so i am a mumbai based boy and the most interesting thing happening right now i can think of a couple of things uh, yeah pertaining to politics if i may please uh, go ahead yeah yeah sure 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 the coup the coup that is happening in the maharashtra yeah. politics heartbreaking yes. <laughs> <laughs> i did not imagine that um and uh, what is what is that legislation that the government has passed where we can have a four years internship in the military yes agni agni Veer. agni veer yes. yes so yeah yes. that that sounds like a very interesting and and i think the way they have rolled it out it is like demonetization but in military <laughs> the shock and all the shock and all uh, dictate that is what is yeah manner <laughs> so i think yeah those have been the two important things that i have been reading all along for the past okay. few weeks okay okay <laughs> very interesting uh, i mean a healthy deviation from our, our usual topics of discussion but uh, very interesting um, i mean up until now any, anybody who used to mention agnipath i used to either associated with you know the, the amitabh bachchan film or the <laughs> Uh, Rithik Roshan film, but uh, Agnipath has now a new meaning altogether, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so, so guys, tell me, uh, how far have you reached in the South Indian movies taking over Bollywood, or rather, catching Bollywood napping at the wheel? What Pradam mentioned about YouTube. So yeah. there is a plethora of South Indian movies options on YouTube, right? And um, my mom. or rather a few people that i have observed around me they have seen abundant number of south indian movies so they have been conditioned for these stars they know wow. who they are they know where they come from because they have seen their content for free that is not the case with bollywood and i believe this is a very post geo phenomena yes because yes. people and have... if you are mentioning that it's your mom then it makes me understand that it's not just our generation but it's our parents also who are catching up on this yes yes and wow. i think post that you know uh, there have been a lot of things that have happened uh, i don't think amir khan has delivered any big movies hmm. pro- probably besides dangal what happened to lal singh chadda has anybody any idea i don't know it will be releasing in december a trailer is out but uh, uh, i have to say that it has gotten lesser reach then ranveer kapoor shamshera or brahmastra so brahmastra is a different brahmastra. case it was it was in the making for the past 4 4 and a half 5 years so there right. are different things all together and it 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 suffered countless reshoots countless <laughs> budget inflations budget inflation is actually a euphemism i'm using it suffered massive uh, i would say uh, threats of being canned altogether because budget was inadequate so they so so this is the first time in india actually it's a very interesting case you know this brahmastra the first time yeah. in india that a visual effects and a film technology servicing company like prime focus has co-produced a film in which has also wow. heavily used visual effects so oh. no you can understand that it would it, the, the this film would not have been viable otherwise 
without that, them oh, oh, oh. without <laughs> a vision without so prime focus is essentially a film technology company it does post post production uh, services editing uh, digital internet digital processes and vfx prime focus is one of those in, marquee indian companies that have also worked on avatar on star wars and have led the game in pioneering vfx technologies in america or at least Inter- if not discovered them at least assisted in bringing making them cheaper and taking them to scale what india does essentially we take technology from the west and replicate them to scale and make them cheaper right, right. so that's what prime focus does and it it it's uh, main, its main mandate is to work with uh, uh, the marvel uh, franchises like the marvel cinematic universe disney films like the jungle book aladdin live action films all of that that is what they do and they do a lot of post production and post processing services so they have so dharma productions found out a way as to not not to be bankrupt and co-partner with prime focus so that they are also invested in the uh, visual effects which is a major major component of this film is the spine of this film and also co-producing so that instead of them being taken on a retainer or being paid like an external agency they would have the profit share yeah like a lot of big actors do exactly yeah but this sense. is a new if this trend also can is going to flourish so uh, mega epic uh mega mega indian film pan indian films could also start this model of having technology companies as co-producers so they uh, i don't know i'm just kind of uh, dance like uh, climbing the wall and jumping off it when i say this but what if an amazon prime video co-produces with uh, uh, an older south indian yeah. studio i mean they're already yeah. buying the films on ott so what if so and they they are producing content for their platforms but what if they get into full time production what if they get into full time distribution what if we have amazon prime video ka multiplex chain where they screen only amazon prime video films nothing stops them honestly i would really love to i mean honestly i i i always used to wonder why I, why do we not get to see game of thrones all episodes as separate you know movie screenings i mean yes i binge watch it on my phone and on my ipad but i mean if it is competitively priced i would not mind <laughs> binge watching it on uh, not really binge watching it but at least spending like 4 to 5 hours for like 5 to 6 episodes mm-hmm. uh, in in a cinema hall i can do that i mean at least so, the madness was to that extent yes. back then so, so rationalization probably yeah go you can probably wait for the you know vr revolution to become mainstream and watch it at your home <laughs> Yeah, the theater experience. Possibly go to Westeros, watch it, and come back. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good thought to seed in somebody's mind who can make it happen, right? I wanted to pose this question to you guys uh, or to yeah. the panel today. Um, yeah. We all know Bollywood is you know shaking in its legs. Uh, i believe okay. it is being targeted by from two directions mainly from the south and uh, the other way is from the west so, okay the entire west okay yeah yes I yes mean, yes so how do you how do you think bollywood i mean as a strategy point of view what do you think bollywood will do i mean the top of the on top of my mind i think they can do two things one is they could emulate the competitors uh, to right. have a point of parity Yeah, they're trying that. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, for example, so I mean, South is our four different markets, and and I mean, Karnataka is not that big. So let them let's keep them out. Uh, I mean, yeah, they know true. our feelings. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Uh, so no, no. Uh, there's a connotation to that. Karnataka was never a cultural capital in the South. It was always 
Tamil Nadu, followed by Malayalam, and yeah, then exactly. Telugu. Okay. And I, I think I think uh, no. So probably when it comes to movies, it'll be uh, Telugu first, Tamil fol- following by Tamil, and then Malayalam. Right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. So yes. Uh, so- so your telugu and tamil movies are over the top when it comes to action when it comes to drama mind blowing like no yeah. logic applied and when you when you watch malayalam movies they are very they are not over the top but they have no, good storylines yes yes they are very nuanced they are rich they in the story they have content while the telugu and tamil films are mostly spectacle yes, yes. and when when we talk about the west the west is like uh, you know very high on vfx which i think brahmastra is trying to do so no, what do you think uh, so, so these are my of, line of thought yeah no no i agree uh, no pranav you have a dig on it uh, what can bollywood do that is my question yeah, yeah question i think yeah anand yeah. go ahead i'm also thinking no i think i think i think bollywood has already started doing uh, something and i believe the west is not just vfx honestly i mean my point is west is not just michael bay uh, west is west is west brown west is a lot of other directors and pranav would definitely know a lot many more number of uh, directors given his uh, affinity towards world cinema all i'm saying is that uh, you know the, the genres in west are way more clearly defined and are very more clearly curated okay so uh, i mean this this is something that came across my mind when i was watching eraiya it is not a very indian film if you think about it i mean yes. it has got indian actors but the manner in which it has been shot the angles the plot lines the the tension that has been created in the storyline itself is is not native to india so i think bollywood has started doing it i think karan johar has taken note of the fact that it's going to be a lost battle if he does not pull up his socks in terms of quality of content that he puts out on the table yeah so so the so you're right uh, yogesh uh, i mean uh, bollywood has already started emulating in my view uh, aspects of the west um, about aspects of the south i don't know i think uh, the thing that i am seeing is that uh, bollywood actors are entering into south movies which was um, not very common earlier when we were growing up uh, yeah so, so that's so i think i think there are two separate things that's happening one is and bollywood is actors also, entering yeah go ahead go ahead finish it up finish it up no, so i just wanted to close by making these two comments one is that uh, to not counter or fight with uh, south southern movies but to kind of enmesh themselves into it um, bollywood actors are entering the tollywood uh, 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 you know uh, theaters in in some way or the other and uh, as far as countering or uh, addressing the challenge posed by the uh, west i think they are taking some inspiration from the west and not just doing a copycat job of it the, the way they used to do during diwali dulhania le jayenge not shooting abroad necessarily not just shooting abroad necessarily but actually learning from their style learning from their techniques and and therefore making a better quality <laughs> uh, product i think those are the two takes that i have and i think that's what i'd like to add to what anandya mentioned that bollywood actors going to south movies 
Um, I believe uh, it's also happening the other way around because if you see in Brahmastra, we have Chiranjeevi. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a trend. Nagarjun. 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 But I think this is going to be a trend. You are going to see a lot of southern actors featuring in mainstream Bollywood. Yes, I think cinema is going to be language agnostic, given exactly. the fact that exactly, exactly, exactly. As going to say, Tollywood is going to become an obsolete term. Yes, all these be Indian cinema become one big wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just to end, yeah, yeah, just to end uh, with what what you guys said is that, and we must not forget that the first Bahubali film. was able to i mean uh, dig its claws deep into the indian heartland because it was distributed extremely well by dharma productions by karan yes. karan jor was the one man advocate for the first bahubali and it 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 still it earned only say around uh, 250 crores in in the hindi version and the rest was uh, in the telugu and the rest was abroad remittances from abroad the but the way that, so that kind of karanjor as unwittingly or maybe knowingly i do not know it could be either of the two or maybe a mix of the two as it generally is had paved the way for the pan india film by distributing a film that he had not made by only distributing it and because he knew the mechanisms of the north northern distributions and exhibition system so he had take he took the film from the south and made it an indian film but now what that has actually set off is indian audiences lusting for blood in terms of the sort of vibrant multi colorful and mythical quality that the south cinema has yes so that, that essentially over the top sometimes a bit yeah. over the top but uh, yeah. yeah i think yeah and exactly so the pan india film phenomenon and not every film in, made in the south or every film made in the north can be a pan india film you need exactly. to get the grammar right the scope has to be right it has to be budgeted well and yes. also the fact is that the risk is enormous in the sense that if it does not run in any one market you you tend to lose on that market entirely because then you, if you are your budgeting is 400 crores and if you don't earn around 800 900 you you essentially lost cause but so what did they try to do is then they try to but the more it earns in each market the more your satellite and your ott rights the price of price of those rights are going up so that is is a win win situation for people who dream to make a pan india film so the market True. of indian cinema is still growing multiplexes are growing as we speak pvr is opening in every second south indian town pvr wants to open a multiplex so the market is for anybody who has the vision the story and the the purse <laughs> yeah i think the purse strings it all comes down to that eventually but yeah great great question yogesh uh, made yeah. us think aloud that's great all right on that note uh, it's it's a wrap from us at watch brewing at media and ads thank you so much for listening uh, do like us uh, on our facebook page and share the link uh, to whosoever you want to and subscribe to our uh, podcast and share us from episodes to let us know what do you want to listen to uh, in the next episodes and on that note that's a wrap thank you for your listening thanks <laughs>